good evening. This is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. Two people were injured in a single vehicle rollover accident in Guthrie County last week. The Guthrie County Sheriff's Office says the accident happened February 15th at 12.35 p.m. on Frontier Road. 43-year-old Eric Ireland of Scranton was driving a 2017 GMC Acadia southbound when he crossed the center line, crossed the northbound lane, and entered the east ditch where the SUV struck a field entrance, went airborne, landed nose first, and overturned onto its top. The front seat passenger, 35-year-old Bridget Perez of Scranton, was ejected through the windshield and landed on the ground. The vehicle vaulted over her, missing her by mere feet. Eric Ireland was also not wearing a seatbelt and landed upside down on the interior roof of the SUV. Perez and Ireland were transported to the Guthrie County Hospital by Stewart EMS and Adair EMS. Both suffered significant injuries, but the injuries are not believed to be life-threatening. A juvenile female, born in 2014, was in the back seat of the SUV, restrained in a car seat, and was not injured. Eric Ireland stated that he believes he fell asleep prior to the collision. He was cited for failure to prove security against liability, accident-related, failure to maintain control, and failure to use safety belt. Bridget Perez was cited for failure to use safety belt. A prescribed burn in Montgomery County went out of control Wednesday. Montgomery County Emergency Management Director Brian Hammond said shortly after noon, Montgomery County Conservation staff were working on a small prescribed burn at the Anderson Conservation Area just northeast of Red Oak. Their initial plan yesterday was to burn about one or two acres of grassland. Um, with that, they'd taken the proper steps of having their water sources nearby, their fire breaks, their back burns, things that you wouldn't normally do during a prescribed burn. And during that time, their fire was going good. It was progressing nice and slow. And uh, shortly after 1 o'clock, around 1.15, um, they had a sudden change in the wind direction. Wind speed, fire conditions rapidly grew. And at that time, the fire went out of control and beyond their capabilities, um, therefore creating the large response to the area fire department. The small one to two acre burn turned into 115 acres. Montgomery County Conservation said although things didn't go as planned, all that was burned was scheduled to be completed anyway, just at a much slower pace. Brian Hammond said yesterday's fire showed how fire conditions can rapidly intensify and become uncontrollable in a very short amount of time, even when proper precautions and steps are taken beforehand. It's definitely dry. We're back to those extreme conditions once again. Um, obviously, we had some precipitation over the winter, but it's since dried out. We haven't got um, much rain, if any. You know, the snow that we had was um, here and gone, it seems like. And then we're getting those unseasonably warm days, windy days that, you know, are not uncommon for this part of the country, especially in the springtime. Um, but moving forward, you know, it's, it's definitely a concern. Yesterday was our first, you know, major fire within the county. I don't really want to throw out that burn man word yet, but it is always a possibility, especially if our call volume increases um, and things like that. It'll be something that we monitor, especially here going into the next couple of weeks if we don't get any moisture, limited moisture, um, I would assume that we'll probably start seeing those burn bands pop up across southwest Iowa once again. The Red Oak, Stanton, Villisca, Grant, and Elliott Fire Departments responded to the fire. Harlan City Administrator Gene Geddes told the City Council Tuesday evening that they received a grant for construction of the Highway 44 River access along the West Nishnabotna River. Geddes says this will provide a safer and more updated access for river enthusiasts. Project started four years ago, almost five years ago, 
and it was a competitive grant. We applied last year and submitted an application this year. There were six applications from the DNR Water Trails Development Group. Four were awarded. We were one of those four. And of the half a million, uh, we were the largest grantee of $218,500. The project includes a concrete ramp, a turnaround lane, staging area, parking lot, and access road. The Atlantic City Council approved a resolution authorizing bid letting and setting the date for the public hearing on the splash pad project. Dave Sturm with Snyder & Associates said they have reached the point where they are ready to go out to bid. Uh, currently, we plan to take bids before your second March meeting. So the bid letting would be on Friday, March 15th at 2 p.m. And then if we do receive good bids, we would act on them at your council meeting on March 20th. Uh, we currently have the project set up for a completion date uh, just before Labor Day in 24. There has been some concern from some contractors saying that that might be too tight and it might reflect poorly on the bids. If that is the case, we have time that we could rebid it in April and, and act on those bids at the May meeting if we needed to. The project is estimated at around $600,000. It was noted that there has been some in-kind giving for this project. I uh, do believe the grading work is being donated, so the site will be cleared and graded. And also, AMU has agreed to provide the water service to the site, as well as the electric service to the site at no cost to the project. A public hearing will be held March 20th. On Tuesday, Exira EHK School Superintendent Trevor Miller received some excellent news regarding the school's facilities upgrade project at the Exira and Elkhorn Kimbleton campuses. The project received multiple bids and came in under budget. One of our main parts is to focus our middle school area and turn it into actual, you know, classrooms with walls and soundproofing and doors and that. Because if it was built, you know, in the 70s, it has that wide open look. And, you know, we're with safety and everything going on right now. It's not safe. I've had the sheriff's department in and they're like, your option is you run out the nearest door because you can't be in place and there's no door. So you just got to go. So we've been looking at that. Miller says the engineer's estimate for the entire project is around $2.5 million, or part of it for $1.5 million. He said it would be up to the board to do it all now or part of it later. Most, a lot of the money in our pebble and save that we've been saving for the last mm -hmm. few years, and if we want to do the whole project, we would just uh, go borrow against our save for the future, which wouldn't cost taxpayers any amount. So that's kind of what we're focused on, making sure that you know we're respectful of our taxpayers and their money as well. Miller said the project will significantly improve the learning environment. It'll be really beneficial to our students because right now you can hear each classroom and the, the whole open area in our middle school is wide open. It'll help our instructors as well where teachers aren't trying to talk over each other. I mean, right now it's just not conducive to a great learning environment. Uh, a long time ago we used to have the elementary there, which was even loud then. Uh, but now, you know, with the middle school children there, we want to make sure that they have the best opportunities with, you know, and we'll also put some different you know, clever touches on that in as well to help our instruction and the kids learn. A meeting is set for February 27th to decide on proceeding with the project. Construction will begin this summer. Miller says the district has been saving Pebble and save money over the past few years to pay for the project. If they decide to do the entire project, the district will borrow against its future save at no cost to the taxpayers. The Guthrie Center School Board is pleased to announce that Mr. Tandem Eyscheid has been appointed as the new pre-K through 6th grade principal for Guthrie Center Elementary. Mr. Eyscheid has 16 years of teaching experience and has spent the last seven years as a 4th grade classroom teacher at Grant Reagan Elementary School in the Waukee Community School District. He holds a bachelor's degree in elementary education and a master's degree in administration and special education from Iowa State University. Mr. Eyscheid will replace the current principal, Mrs. Diane Flannery, who's retiring at the end of this school year after 37 years in education.
More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.